Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. I'll kick the coverage. Clay Travis here as we get closer and closer to the AFC and the NFC championship game. We started off the week down in New Orleans and uh, we had a lot to discussion and, and talk about the LSU win over Clemson. And a big part of that discussion was how good is Joe Burrow? Is LSU the best team? And we talked some about the ridiculousness of Odell Beckham Jr. and his behavior on the field this week. And I haven't tried to spend that much time on it. We talked some about Antonio Brown and what an idiot he was and how he behaved. But this Odell Beckham Jr. issue has blown up in a big way. And let me, if you haven't been paying attention to this, let me explain exactly what went on. So in the immediate aftermath of uh, LSU winning the national title, Odell Beckham Jr. was on the sidelines. He went onto the field to celebrate. And he decided to pick that point in time to pay players on LSU hundreds of dollars in cash. He had a big uh, roll of cash, and he was paying players a lot of money to congratulate them for winning a championship. All right? Now, initially, LSU said after this footage went viral because, let me repeat, he's on the field with hundreds of media members standing around with running cameras, paying players who are underclassmen, 
as they win a championship. As that footage started to go viral, LSU came out and said, no, 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 that wasn't real money. It was fake money. Now, first of all, if Odell Beckham Jr. was on the field giving out fake Monopoly money or whatever the heck it was to players, that's even worse than paying players because then you're just being an ass. Not only are you making it look like the players are being paid, you actually aren't giving them anything of any value. So eventually the truth comes out. Oh, by the way, yes, it was real cash. Odell Beckham Jr. is drawing an awful lot of attention. Now, let me stop here for a sec. I don't have any problem if you are a super wealthy alum and you are so happy that your team just won a national championship with you deciding to give some of the players $100 handshakes, $1,000 handshakes, $10,000 handshakes. I don't care, right? I'm a capitalist. But if you do it while everyone can see you doing it, it's not about you thanking and rewarding the players. It's about you making it all about yourself, which is what Odell Beckham Jr. does time after time after time. He cannot get out of his own way. That wasn't about Odell Beckham Jr. making some grand pronouncement about his belief that college players should be paid. He was doing that so that everybody would see him on the field, all the media, all the cameras, look at me, look at me, look at me. Dude, you aren't even remotely close to having been on this LSU team. You are just a rich alum like a lot of other rich alums there. You put your school in a really tough spot because your head basketball coach is already on FBI wiretaps talking about paying players. And by the way, a big part of the paying players debate, the players get paid. All right? They already get paid. If they want money and they're top players, they get money. All right? So, and now with the XFL, if you want to get paid to play football at 19 years old, you can go pro in the XFL. You don't have to go to college. All right? And ultimately, if you're good, you're going to make millions of dollars to play football. You're basically investing in yourself. So I don't get hung up on the morality here, okay? What I get hung up on is the stupidity. Odell Beckham Jr. could have easily paid those players any way that he wanted to, privately, give them cash. Nobody ever knows. There's no video. They can go spend it. They can go do whatever they want with it. Boom. Congratulations. Thanks, Odell. Okay? Then, as if that were not enough, in the locker room, after the game, Odell is still there, acting a fool, according to a lot of people who are in the locker room. There is not supposed to be any smoking that takes place in the Superdome. Why is that rule in place? Probably for a couple of reasons. And I'm not an expert. One, you don't want the building to burn down. Two, there are smoke detectors all over the place. And if you are smoking, you could set off the smoke detectors, which could cause a flood in any of those locations, right? That would be my general take on why you aren't supposed to be smoking. Now, is it a big deal? Probably not. But the police were told, hey, we need to stop the smoking from going on. They go into the locker room and they're asking people to put out their cigars. 
All right? As that process is going on, Odell Beckham Jr. decides to walk up behind a police officer or a security guard, I don't know which, and he smacks the security guard or the police officer, and the guy has a badge and appears that he has a gun to me. He smacks what appears to be a police officer in the bottom from behind. The police officer turns around, looks at him, and the video that I tweeted out, it appears that Odell Beckham Jr. is taunting him. Now, we got a lot of people who listen to us in all 50 states and on the podcast. And there are a lot of them are kids. A major issue that we have going on in this country today, in my opinion, is we have stopped respecting police officers. And now it's cool to slap police officers, to throw water on them, to disrespect them. You saw the Antonio Brown video where he's just hurling slurs, racial slurs, insults at police officers all the time. We have got to combat that idea. Whatever race you are, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, if a police officer asks you a question, shut up, look him in the eye, answer him, treat him with respect or her with respect, period, okay? The number one way to decrease issues between police and communities is for everybody out there to treat police officers with respect. I understand that every police officer is not perfect. Every single person who does any profession on the planet is not perfect. If you are a dentist, there are bad dentists. If you are a school teacher, there are bad school teachers, just like there are bad cops, okay? I understand everybody's not perfect, but your presumption should be, regardless of who you are, if you're a kid and you're listening to me right now, shut up, answer the questions, show the police officer respect. Odell Beckham Jr. deciding to walk up to a police officer and smack him on the butt from behind and then taunt him in the locker room is exactly emblematic of the lack of respect given to police officers in this country today. You shouldn't do it, period. Now, I also don't think that Odell should be charged with a crime because I think you have to consider the context and the location in which something takes place. And in that locker room, it's commonplace to walk up and smack people on the bottom, right? That isn't necessarily a negative in the same way that it would be if you're out on the street. It's commonplace. If you're a member of a team, you probably have had somebody run up to you after a good play while you're celebrating and smack you on the bottom. Now, what Odell was doing was being a bully, and letting it be known that he was more powerful than the police officer, and he knew the police officer wouldn't do anything to him. He was basically daring the police officer to do something to him. But I don't think that there should be a crime charge here because I am, this is me putting my lawyer hat, of the opinion that we prosecute far too many offenses that by and large are not massively significant. And so I think what Odell should do is come out say, you know what, I was an idiot. I shouldn't have behaved like that. I shouldn't have smacked the police officer in the bottom. I hope kids don't follow my uh, my uh, my advice there, follow my role model them. I was an idiot, and that was dumb of me. And then it just kind of is solved, right? Like, it just disappears. 
That is the way that I think this situation should be resolved. Bigger picture. Odell Beckham Jr. to me is on the crazy train heading for Antonio Brownville. Antonio Brown, Drew Rosenhaus says, I can't represent you anymore. Antonio Brown's attorneys say, we can't represent you anymore. When your agent and your attorneys say, we can't rep you anymore, what they're basically saying is, you're crazy and you're not listening to us anymore. I am concerned, if I am the Cleveland Browns, that Odell Beckham Jr. is on the fast track to Crazyville. I think that he's headed to Antonio Browntown. And when you go back and you look, you start to follow these little lines of demarcation. Early on, there are people out there who will defend them. Remember Antonio Brown on his way to Crazy Town? People are like, oh, it was Mike Tomlin. Oh, it was Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, it was Juju Smith-Schuster. It was the Pittsburgh Steeler organization. They didn't respect Antonio Brown. And then what happened? Oh, he goes to the Oakland Raiders. Oh, it's John Gruden. Oh, it's Mike Mayock. Oh, it's Derek Carr. Oh, it's all these other people. Everybody, if people, if you constantly cause problems everywhere you are and people keep defending you by pointing to other people around you, sooner or later, maybe you need to look in the mirror and say, maybe it's me. If you work somewhere and you always have trouble with your coworkers, then maybe, just possibly, it's you. You have one of those friends who can never get along with their coworkers, and they're always making excuses like, oh, I'm getting treated unfairly. They're treating me different. And they keep telling you the same story over and over and over again. I'm a big believer that ultimately you have to look in the mirror if things keep going bad and say, you know what? Maybe I've made a series of bad decisions. Maybe instead of external factors and blaming other people, I should look at myself and consider whether I'm putting myself in a position to have this keep happening to me. That's why I always say, the only hand you can rely on is the one at the end of your sleeve. It's great for you to be out there like, oh, I hope this person's going to lift me up. Oh, I hope this other person's going to give me a hand and give me an opportunity. No. Ultimately, the people who succeed the most in this country are the people who rely on their own hand. They're not worried about other people giving them opportunities. You might get one, but you take advantage of it. Early on, and there are still people out there right now. There are some of you out there right now like, oh, you're crazy, Clay Trump. Why would you compare Odell Beckham to Antonio Brown? That's totally unacceptable. Why? I'm saying that he's on the direction to Antonio Brown crazy town. And if you go back and look, this is what happens. You become obsessed with your own celebrity to the exclusion of your work. And over time, you are so obsessed with your own brand that you aren't in any way able to work with others. And I don't know what else is going to happen for Antonio Brown, but I know it's probably not going to be good. And I know the trajectory that we're on. And I feel like that's the direction that, that, that Odell Beckham Jr. is headed right now. He is headed toward Antonio Brown crazy town. He's on that train. Some of the early stops. All of the attention has to be on him. Everybody else is an issue. Think about just basic stuff. How many times did Odell Beckham Jr. try to play 
in uniforms, uh, aspects, whether it's a shield on the helmet, whether it was cleats, whether it was a watch, in things that just pushed the rules and weren't allowed. This guy believes that the rules don't apply to him. And when you become convinced that the rules don't apply to you, eventually you run afoul of many societal-related issues. And that's what all of this ties together. Odell Beckham Jr., I'm on the field. I'm going to go ahead and pay a guy hundreds of dollars in cash, multiple players, because I don't care about the rules. Odell Beckham Jr., I'm in the locker room, and I'm going to walk up to a police officer who isn't facing me, and I'm just going to smack him in the ass. And then when he turns around, I'm going to basically mock him. The rules don't apply to me. Odell Beckham Jr. is convinced I'm going to wear a watch on the field. Rules don't apply to me. I'm going to wear a shield that isn't approved on my helmet. Rules don't apply to me. He is of the opinion that the rules shouldn't apply to him. I want out of New York. Rules don't apply to him. You can't win with this guy. And more alarmingly, I wonder where he's headed. I feel like we're destined for Antonio Brown crazy town. Jamar, you buy into what that, that, that argument I just all spelled out there? Yeah, um, because these are, it's an accumulation. It's not that anything is just so serious, but it's all so self-focused. It's all me. It is a reflection of the me-first culture. There is no team here. There is Odell. This is LSU's moment. It's not Odell Beckham Jr.'s moment. In he fact, can be he has excited. nothing to do with it. No, I mean, he can be excited. I mean, just a few years ago, Clay, we're at the national title game with Alabama and Georgia. Alabama wins the title. We're on the field. It's chaos. Nick Saban almost trucks over me. And who do I see on the field? I see Terrell Owens. I see Derrick Henry's there. I see Sean Alexander. I see these people. And I'm mentioning their names here because a lot of people listening had no idea because all they did was celebrate quietly. I remember we were standing outside the locker room for Alabama trying to get in and security would not let Sean Alexander in. He didn't big time it. He just kind of sat there like, okay, maybe they don't know who I am. That's okay. Same thing with Trent Richardson. There were no issues here at all. Then I got into the locker room and you see some of these guys in there. Nothing ridiculous is going on, but there is no pointing at me. Odell didn't catch a pass on Monday night from Joe Burrow. He is a fantastic wide receiver, but in this moment, I think Odell Beckham Jr. wanted to use LSU and use that platform to try and get Odell over. The biggest thing with the money on the field that I didn't hear you say that I would maybe add to that is Odell has no problem with people seeing him throwing money around. Because there is, you know, there's a little bit of a connotation there in that look at all the money that I have. I can just chuck it around to my school. There was nothing about LSU here. We're not talking about Ed Ogeron. We're not talking about Joe Burrow right now. We're not talking about the Tigers and what's going to happen next year with them. We're talking about this numbskull because he, as you said adeptly, can't get out of his own way. Yeah, and let me let me mention that too. The money thing is is a big deal. We know Odell Beckham Jr. is rich. Yes. Right? Like, I, 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 right now, in my wallet, I don't know what you have in your wallet. I've got plenty of money, right? Uh, when I was about to get on a plane, this is funny in some way, when I was about to get on a plane uh, to fly to L.A. on late Wednesday night, 
my parents were over at my house and God bless them. And I bet if you are, are fortunate enough for your parents, regardless of how old you are, my dad is always trying to give me money. Right? Like he's trying to pay for dinner. Oh, yeah. Or, or Same he's thing with trying, my parents. like, you know, like if I go visit him for, you know, like to go have, a, go eat a meal at their house, when I leave, my dad will try to give me like $40. I still get a birthday card, Clay, with some every cash. year with like a $100 check in. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I got this, guys. I got yeah. it. All right. So I make way more money in, you know, uh, almost a month than my dad ever made in his life, right? My dad never made over, God bless him, over $50,000 in his life. Worked his whole life, never made $50,000 in a whole year. He's retired now. Uh, I don't need money from my parents at all, but I'm still their kid, right? And so, and I'll be their kid forever, which is great. And I can see it now that I've got my own three kids. And if one day my kid grows up and he makes $100 million and he found some huge business uh, and, you know, like he's the next Jeff Bezos or whatever else, I'll probably still give him 100 bucks for Christmas, right? And it'll mean absolutely nothing to him. And it'll be just a rounding error on like the rounding error, right? But my dad said, hey, uh, here's, you know, like 50 bucks. You know, he gives me 50 bucks because I'm getting on the airplane. He said, do you have any money in your wallet? The reason why I'm telling this story is, no, I don't have any money in my wallet. Because everything that I use, like if I land, okay, I'm going to get an Uber, right? I'm going to, I don't, that that immediately comes off my credit card. If I go out to eat, it's coming off my credit card. The only two people that I ever need money for, cash, are strippers and babysitters. And maybe, maybe sometime that can overlap. That'd be a hell of a hell of a uh, hell of a, 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 a day, I guess. But babysitters and strippers are the only two people I know today in America who still work from cash. Maybe also valet. You know, like if you're pulling up to valet park and you want to give a tip to somebody, valet may be cash based business. But otherwise, I don't have any cash in my wallet. Odell Beckham Jr. We know is filthy rich. Why does he have? tens of thousands of dollars in cash that he's carrying around that's such a stupid move period well you know me. why he has it clay he has it so he could do that this was so we could draw this, attention this to was himself. very much but premeditated we already know how rich he is yeah but he doesn't care about that he and, that's and again, that just shows i, I think how problem. insecure he is yeah and that could be i don't have any problem with the premeditation like the giving the guys money but you could easily give them the money and nobody would know that you did it this wasn't about giving players money. This was about everybody knowing that Odell was giving them money, which yes. is why he did it on the field with everybody. I mean, standing around. Literally, the video that went viral, he's next to my friend Coy Wire, who I used to work with yeah, CNN. At, at CNN. CNN is standing next to yes. Odell Beckham Jr. Of all the things that you could do, and all of the moments where people are like, oh, we got to make sure that we don't pay athletes in public – Odell Beckham Jr. pulled out a wad of cash and gave players money with CNN standing beside him. It's brilliant. It's just, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. You're right. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we'll ask anything else you want to add about the ridiculousness of this? Not really. I mean, this is, this is, unfortunately, I was hoping this is not what we were going to get from Odell, especially if you watch Antonio Brown, why wouldn't you want to go in the opposite direction as far as you possibly can? I mean, Antonio Brown lost Drew Rosenhaus yesterday. Yeah. Think about that. Drew Rosenhaus said, not until he gets help. Drew Rosenhaus said, you're too crazy for me to represent. Drew Rosenhaus. Who represents the most diva athletes of all time. He was like, this guy needs psychological help. I can't represent him anymore. That's unbelievable. 
I mean, it's it's nuts. I mean, and that's why I, if I'm concerned, if I am Jimmy Haslam, if I'm one of the owners of the Browns, if I'm the new coach uh, Stefanski who's coming in, if I'm Baker Mayfield, and I don't think Baker Mayfield's like exactly the most uh, the most stable guy out there either, but I feel like Odell Beckham Jr. is on the fast track to Antonio Brown crazy town right now. Maybe he can adjust things. Maybe somebody can get to him and make him realize how bad he is looking and how poor his decision-making is. But right now, that's where I think he's headed. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff Short's former NFL player. Jeff, we just spent a lot of time talking about Odell Beckham Jr. and his actions. You were one of his teammates. Uh, Do you buy into, and I know it's been a long time since you were his teammate, but do you buy into, if you just look at all these individual acts kind of adding up together, that it feels almost like Odell Beckham Jr. is on the path to Antonio Brown crazy town? I don't think so. I mean, I I can't imagine that if you look at um, everything he's really done. What has been bad? I mean, like, I guess I guess slapping an officer is not great. Um, you know, I think I saw your opinion and, and listened to the show. You know, it's obviously shouldn't they shouldn't have an arrest warrant out for him. Um, but I would say that that's a bad decision. But otherwise, it doesn't really make bad off the field decisions. Um, is he is it diva ish? Yes, as our most wide receivers, you know, handing money to a buddy uh, on LSU is you know it's a kind of a look at me type of thing. Do I mind it? No, it's his money. He can do what he wants with it. Um, I don't think he's going down that path. And there's something else going on with Antonio Brown that's um, you know that we me and you cannot diagnose. Um, I think Odell is just acting like a normal wide receiver does, but I still think that he is really. Um, a great teammate. He's lights in the locker. At least he was when I was there in New York and, and the reports I got after I left. Um, and what cures all is winning. And if they start winning again next year, we'll probably see a happier Odell. Uh, all right. So uh, you do agree, though, that it was insanely stupid of him to be giving players cash on the field with hundreds of media members surrounding him. Yeah, I just thought it was silly. Um, I, I guess I'm... I. I guess giving your buddies cash, I don't know. I guess I don't know why. Um, it just felt like a, like a show-off type thing, right? Like, here, everyone, I have a lot of money. Here's, you know, my, my buddy just, you know, won. Here, here's some money for him, too. Congratulations on winning. It just kind of felt like a look-at-me moment. I don't mind that Odell gave the money. I mean, the whole NCAA thing surrounding this is really silly, in my opinion. But it is kind of like a look-at-me moment. And, again, I didn't really change my opinion about Odell. Um but it was clear that he wanted to be part of the moment, and he's a mentor to the LSU player, so I'm not that surprised he was part of it. But the way he was in the locker room, and I think he interrupted Coach Orgeron after the giving his, his speech in the locker room after the game. Um, he just really wanted to be part of, of the moment. What do you think about slapping the, the – uh, my argument with this situation is I think the way this should be resolved is Odell Beckham Jr. should apologize and say – you shouldn't put your hands on a police officer. That was dumb of me. I apologize, but I don't think there need to be criminal charges. Yeah, I, I, when I first saw that video that came out yesterday, the day before, I actually texted a buddy of mine and said, um, "Odell's going to 
get in trouble for this. I mean, it was clear. I mean, he, 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 he slapped officers, butt. I mean, it was, it was inappropriate to do that. Um, now people are going to make the argument that the cops shouldn't have been there busting them up for, for smoking cigars. Yeah, sure. Fine. But that also doesn't mean that Odell should, should, you know, should slap the, the cop too. Um, it's, it's all silly, right? Odell shouldn't have done that. Odell shouldn't get arrested for doing that either. Um, both those things can be true. They're both silly and they're both a waste of time and, and stupid. Um, yeah, but Odell, you, you can't, you can't do that, man. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not in the locker room. He's not one of your teammates. Uh, all right. Uh, how would you break down? Let's move on to the games themselves. Uh, AFC Championship, your brother is on the starting offensive line. We're talking with Jeff Schwartz. Uh, how would you break down the AFC Championship game? Who do you think should be favored? What do you anticipate seeing in the Titans-Chiefs game? Well, I think to me, the red zone is the most important part of the field in this game. The last 31 touchdowns for the Titans in the red zone since Ryan Tannehill became quarterback, 30 of them have been touchdowns. So they've been able to really convert those opportunities into scores, into points. And part of that is they're great at running the football. And the Chiefs have not been good at, at rushing defense. So um, I, I need to see that. I need to see how the Chiefs can, can do this. I do not think um, that the Titans can win with Ryan Tannehill throwing for under 100 yards. I feel like they're going to have to, to press the game plan a little bit, get the ball downfield, because the Chiefs are going to score points. Even when the Chiefs don't play a good game on offense, they're still putting up 24, 28, 31 points. So to me, two things, the red zone, and then can Ryan Tannehill um, be able to push the ball downfield when he's asked to do so at various points in this game? And then uh, I guess lastly, man, if the Titans win, you're going to be even more insufferable on Twitter. It's going to be it's going to be bad. It would almost be better maybe if the, if the Chiefs were to win. Uh, do you buy? And we talked to start off the show. We've been talking about this this week that the stakes are higher for the Titans, and by that I yeah. mean the Titans may not be back here again. Whereas Patrick Mahomes, I feel like the Chiefs, they were here last year. They're going to be in the playoffs and in the running a lot more often than the Titans are. Hundred um, uh, percent. I was on with uh, with our buddy Jason the other day, and we were talking about this on his show as well. Is that uh, you know the Titans aren't really set up for the future, in my opinion. You know Ryan Tannehill. There, there's no precedent for him to be um, great again next year. There really isn't. Uh, he's in like year nine or something, right? Like the idea that he can just all of a sudden be be this guy for the rest of his career just seems really silly. Um, and, and then also, you know, paying Derrick Henry. We've seen now a history of paying running backs not lead to team building and team success. And the Titans have a lot to, to decide in the offseason. The Chiefs have Pat Mahomes. All you need is 15, man. As long as he's healthy, you always will have a chance at every single game. So I, uh, I do wonder – um, how this game plays out, and then obviously the future of these uh, of this rivalry. All right, so let's go to the NFC then. Uh, what do you expect in the 49ers-Packers uh, game? Um, I, I think the Niners are just much better. Uh, the Niners uh, is an alligator. If you remove Jimmy G and remove Aaron Rodgers, you say the Niners are just a much better team. You had those guys back in, and Rodgers has shown in big moments to make some throws. He made some great throws uh, at the end of that Seahawks game. I think the Niners are better. They run the football. They play great defense, able to run the football. They're able to, to, to hit the passer. Important things when you look at winning and losing in these championship games. I think the Titans cover, and the, the, the Niners cover as well. I think the Niners win this game by 10 to 14. 
Uh, all right, and uh, so you think it'll be the Niners and the Chiefs? Is that your anticipation for the Super Bowl? Yes, I, I think that that is um, it'd be not, it'd be, look, the two best teams we have. Offensive explosion. This is kind of a new wave of offense and two bright offensive minds. I think that in general, the Niners are the best team in the NFL. They're the most complete team, in my opinion. Chiefs have the best player in the NFL in, in Pat Mahomes right now. The Titans might have the hottest player in the NFL right now um, in, in Derrick Henry. Uh, they'll be great games this weekend. Um, you know, it's interesting. I just, it's, if the Titans do this this weekend, uh, to win in this manner, it's taking football back to old school. I, I won't mind it with just as a football fan. I am obviously I'm a Chiefs fan, but to win the game, running the football like they have would, would take us back a little bit. It'd be kind of interesting to see if they can do it. Uh, last question for you. We've also been talking about, I said, look, there's no doubt that if you told me you have to buy stock or invest in a player for the next decade at the quarterback position in the NFL, that beyond a shadow of a doubt, Patrick Mahomes is the guy that I'm investing in for the next decade. Who is who else would you invest in for a decade right now? Oh, interesting. Um, Only you know, at quarterback. I, I yeah, yeah. I think um, as long as Harbaugh and Roman are together, I think Lamar Jackson and me and you are kind of not as high on him as, as other guys are. They're going to keep winning. I mean, it's hard to stop that offense. And as long as those guys stay together, I think they're going to keep winning. Um, and I think that's a good bet to make. Um, I think a lot of these other young guys just haven't really shown it. We see now, um, I think since 2000, maybe even before that, maybe even since like the 1990s, if you have two years at below replacement, below average at quarterback, your first two starting seasons, you rarely become – a success in the NFL. The only guy to do that is Alex Smith, and Alex Smith had Andy Reid, who made him a much better quarterback. So it's tough for me to see a lot of other guys. You know, the, the rookie class last year was young. You know what? I'll, you know, I'll give a shot. I think Tyler Murray can be good. I don't know if I put stock in him like Pat Mahomes. Um, he played really well this year. He's really on the radar in Arizona, uh, so things to improve on. But I think Pat is an easy answer uh, right now. I think Wentz might be up there. I think Wentz is a baller. Um, Deshaun Watson's good too, but his coach sucks. He's a better coach, and he'd be up there for me as well. Good stuff as always, Jeff Schwartz. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, take care. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We are joined now by our guy, Dr. David Chow. Usually we talk to him on Thursday, but today we got him on Friday. Even better, there's no Thursday night football, so we don't need to worry about it. We've only got... Two games left in the NFL, the AFC and the NFC title games. First of all, thanks for getting up early with us, Dr. Chow. Secondly, let's start in the AFC on that defensive line. The Chiefs have a big issue. What do you think? What should we know? Yeah, Chris Jones, right? Uh, He was here for nine sacks this year. He really uh, pressures uh, the quarterback for the Chiefs. And uh, as we talked about last week, he was my biggest worry, and he was unable to play. He did not practice Friday, and he did not practice so far this week. We'll see about today on Friday what the final injury report says. But even if he is able to go limited practice, even if he carries a questionable designation, I don't see how he plays and is effective. The calf is so important for the get-off of any and the rush of any D-lineman there. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a major contributor in any way, even if he can suit up. Now, if the Chiefs can get by the Titans and get to the Super Bowl, I think that's a better timeline for him to return. 
okay, uh, and and in terms of we, we, I think this ended up being a pretty big story for the Ravens game against the Titans. I didn't hear a lot of discussion about it. We were kind of on top of it. It seemed like there was a pretty significant issue for Mark Ingram with that calf. We talked about it, and it didn't seem like he was anywhere near a hundred percent. No, not at all. And we talked about it uh, when the regular season. Uh, hadn't even finished yet that even with the three weeks of rest resting week 17 the bye week and before the playoffs there was no way mark ingram was going to be 100 percent. now it's the playoffs and he was going to play he was going to give it a try and as a power back he's got a better chance than if he was a scat back but still you could see he was not very effective in the first half then had he and on the calf and really fairly low towards the achilles in the second half you know caught a pass or two but really was not a big part of the game and that's another calf injury and it's not quite the same for him as Chris Jones but you can see how calves can linger and and bother you and I think Chris Jones is going to go the way of Mark Ingram. Any issues with Travis Kelsey? We saw him come out with a hamstring but he went back in it didn't seem like it really bothered him. Any concerns for you about what you saw from him during that last game? I mean yeah, I have a lot of concerns. Concerns from the Titans, right? I mean, he yeah. played pretty darn well with uh, uh, over 10 catches, 150 yards, three touchdowns, the whole deal. And uh, really, uh, you know, he came into the week with some limited practice with an unknown knee issue than the hamstring issue, but he seemed to perform just fine. So I'm sure uh, he will be fine, and he got his rest that he needed this week with limited practice and uh, will be there for the Chiefs. Now, Patrick Mahomes, we had the major kneecap injury, which happened early in the season. Since he's come back, it seemed as if he's had no issues at all with that. Uh, Just kind of as an update, and we're talking with Dr. David Chow, at this point in time, would you be remotely concerned about that uh, in any way as he come down the stretch run of the season? Well, I think he's done very well. He's Patrick Mahomes, and he's been able to play through injury. And, uh, you know, uh, a 90 or 95% Patrick Mahomes is still pretty darn good in terms of mobility and his brain power and his decision-making and his arm strength, et cetera. And I think he's playing very, very well. You know, I'm not trying to be overly critical of Patrick Mahomes, but I don't know that he's as dynamic as he was before the knee injury. But, you know, 95% of the skill set of Patrick Mahomes still puts him at the top of the league, and I think that's what we're seeing. And I think it's something to continue to watch, and I don't think he's out of the woods on needing an off-season surgery because he's a young man that's got a lot of football ahead of him. But, of course, that's going to get put off till after what the Chiefs hope is a Super Bowl victory. Is there anybody else on the Chiefs that you think is worth paying attention to here from an injury status as we move into the AFC Championship game? Uh not really, uh, you know, Andrew Wiley with his ankle, but, you know, there are some reports of illness uh, sweeping through the Chiefs, and depending on the time timeliness, it's almost like if you're going to have illness of the flu sweep through like it did with the uh, the Packers, like it did with the Vikings, you want to do it early week and get it behind you. Some right. of it for the Packers lingered, and Brian Balaga, the right tackle, couldn't go uh, on uh on the weekend. And uh, so right now, the question is, there have been a couple guys with the Chiefs out with illness. I'm sure they're quarantined and sent home. But is this the front end, and now you're going to see stuff 
you know, uh, uh, later today, popping up Friday and Saturday into Sunday. I mean, the, the thing as a doctor that you hated is when the illness came up Saturday night, right? And then, oh, yeah. And then Sunday. Uh, if, you, if you get it on Friday, maybe you got a little chance. So depends on where that is. We'll have to follow that for the Chiefs. Uh, all right, let's go to the Titans. Adam Humphreys has been out since early December with a high ankle sprain. He's practicing. He seems like he's going to come back. Uh, what kind of usefulness would you anticipate for a guy like that coming off of his slot receiver, coming off of an injury like this? Well, he can only help the Titans, but then again, uh, the Titans have been unbelievable. What was the stat I saw that they field goal? They haven't tried to kick, even tried to kick a field goal for several weeks now. It's been, yeah. you know, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. So uh, he can only help the situation. But, you know, if you're still playing playoff fantasy football DFS stuff, I don't know that you take a guy that's been out for six weeks and plug him in and, and have him be overly productive. Um. It's interesting too when you uh, when you look at uh, Derrick Henry. We talked about the Patrick Mahomes injury. Derrick Henry's hamstring seemed like it was bothering him quite a bit. Uh, he sits out for a week, and since he set out for a week, he's gone for 180 plus three straight weeks. I saw where he ran almost 21 miles an hour uh, during the breakaway uh, run that he had against uh, the Ravens. He seems like he's back to 100. percent Is it possible that you sit out for a week and you just get fixed like that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's possible for him. I mean, uh, I know that uh, there was a lot of talk about Marshawn Lynch having come back for the playoffs there, but uh, I think uh, Derrick Henry's a new beast mode, beast mode two. Yeah. I mean, he's he's unbelievable. I mean, uh, what he did to you know one of the best safeties in the league, Earl Thomas. There, I mean, it's almost like you know Star Wars Star Wars Jedi mind trick. You will not tackle me. You will turn yeah. around and block for me. You know, kind yeah. of stuff. It was amazing. So he he obviously. I was on a roll, and, and he shredded the Chiefs the first time through, which uh, is good news for the Titans because he seems healthy and he seemed poised to do it again. The bad news is I never love it when a team gets a second crack, right? Second look. I mean, they're probably the Chiefs are probably not running with that same game plan uh, defensively against Derrick Henry this weekend. Um, let's, uh, let's continue to, uh, to, to break down anything else for the Titans that you think is worthy of paying attention to here from a health status. Well, a little bit of good news for the Titans. Jayon Brown, their their stud new yeah. middle linebacker uh, against the Patriots very early on, appeared to dislocate or sublux his left shoulder. One-week turnaround was going to be very hard, and he missed the Ravens game. But two weeks with a shoulder strap is not unreasonable. So there's some reinforcement there in the middle for the Titans to watch out for, and I think he can be effective this week. And that he would theoretically be back, you think, that's a, that's a reasonable uh, period of time to be out. Yeah, I mean, amazing as it sounds, you sublux or dislocate your shoulder and you miss one week. I mean, he's so tough, he tried to to play a few more plays and then he couldn't do it with that left shoulder. But I think there's an excellent chance, and we'll see what the final reports say. My guess is they'll say uh, shoulder questionable, but I believe he will play and actually be effective in the middle there for the Titans. All right, let's go. We're talking to Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc on Twitter. Go follow him there for the latest uh, and analysis in real time during the course of these games. Uh, what are you seeing in the NFC? Let's start with the Packers. You mentioned that they had had some illness running through the uh, the locker room. What other major issues do you stand out about the Packers? 
Well, you know, the Packers should be on the tail end of their illness issues, so that should be good. Alan Lazard, uh, wide receiver there, uh, left the game momentarily with an ankle issue. It seems to be a minor ankle sprain. He'll have it taped up, and I think he should be able to go. And, and overall, the Packers seem relatively healthy. Kenny Clark has some lingering low back issues, but uh, he seems to be able to play through, so no real big deal there. Uh, what, any, anybody else that stands out on the Packers, or are they relatively healthy? Well, you know, uh, last week we talked about it. The biggest injury mismatch was the Seattle Seahawks were fairly injured against the Green Bay Packer team that was fairly healthy. So, so far, you know, the healthy teams are surviving. Green Bay being relatively healthy so far. Obviously, they'll get Balaga back this week. And uh, and uh, they face a relatively healthier uh, uh, 49er team that's actually got, uh, timing it right, getting healthier. Uh, obviously, D Ford still uh, a little bit uh, get beyond that quad and hamstring getting some rest this week, but he's going to go, and uh, don't worry about uh, George Kittle. That was uh, a little bit of ankle rest, and he will be 100% uh, this weekend. So you feel pretty good about the 49ers in general, because they have had a lot of injuries to deal with during the course of this season. Yeah, and uh, they've now come back from them, right? I mean, they've had yeah. George Kittle, Kyle Ustek, uh, Joe Staley, uh, they've Jaquisti Tart is back, uh, and Full Goat. D Ford, he was probably only about 30 snaps, and he might be able to do a little more this week. And, the, you know, look, add D Ford to that already uh, outstanding defensive line in the ends there, Nick Bosa and company. Uh, they're pretty formidable, and uh, that's what we want to see this time of year. Two healthy teams uh, going against each other, and uh, may the best one win. And then you would get two weeks to get ready, uh, whoever advances. That's pretty seismic too oftentimes right like we already talked about you said the Chiefs on the defensive line they may be able to get I think it's Jones back right like but uh, but getting two weeks most guys you know barring really significant injury can get pretty healthy uh, in those two weeks with the extra buy well, I think uh, not only the extra buy, it helps late season, but also it's the Super Bowl and nobody wants to miss. Now, in yeah. my NFL career, I've never been lucky enough to be on a team that got it to the Super Bowl. But my, I, my, I would imagine my, quote, healing powers or the medical staff's healing would powers are even accentuated <laughs> that week yeah. you know, before. No, that's very well said. Uh, anything else out there that we should be aware of from an injury status uh, perspective? Well, you know, the only other thing that I'd say, and it's sort of looking backwards, I feel bad that uh, that uh, Carson Wentz got a little grief, uh, a little bit for, you know, self-reporting, you know, uh, his concussion. A, that was the right thing to do, but B, apparently he was not clearing. I mean, he finished the series, but apparently he wasn't calling plays correctly. And uh, the other thing is, uh, based on the outrage of the Jadavian Clowney hit, there probably would have been a buzz down from the uh, from the spotter, the eye in the sky, anyway, that ruled him out. So uh, I think Carson did the right thing, but also I don't think anything changed. If he didn't tap himself out, uh, someone would have tapped him out anyway. So uh, hopefully there won't be that situation coming up in these big playoff games. Uh, but you know, keep an eye on that uh, spotter in the sky with the buzz down. Uh, outstanding stuff as always. Dr. Chow, how can people find you on Twitter? ProFootballDoc or ProFootballDoc.com. And what will you be doing during the AFC and NFC Championship games for people on Sunday who may see an injury and think, oh my God, what's the impact going to be there? 
Well, live tweeting uh, and also on at ProFootballDocs.com. Sign up at ProFootballDocs.com. You'll get it first. For example, we mentioned Carson Wentz. When Carson went into the locker room, the, the in-game line went from about a pick'em to uh, Seattle minus three and a half. And uh, you had a full 10 minutes uh, on ProFootballDocs.com where I said Carson Wentz is not returning to this game against the Seahawks. And... Uh, after I put it out on Twitter, the line moved to uh, seven and a half in game. And remember, this was in the second quarter. Carson Wentz didn't get officially ruled out of the game until the second half. So uh, that potentially is some advantage for, for people. So uh, check out profootballdoc.com for the early information, especially as it relates to in game this weekend. Knowledge is power, my man. Appreciate it. We'll be watching. Thank you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be well, we are officially here. The last segment before we do the AFC and the NFC title games on Sunday. Uh, I am out in LA. We will have lock it in later today, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, 2.30 Mountain, 1.30 Pacific. We'll be breaking down these games in a big way from a gambling perspective. Uh, but in the meantime, thanks for hanging out with us all week. It's been a wild week. Started off the week Monday and Tuesday in New Orleans. Went back home to Nashville for a day. Have been in L.A. on Thursday and Friday. I'm looking forward to just being able to post up on my couch and watch these games on Sunday. I want to say this as we go to as we go and finish off the show this week. I am blown away by how friendly Kansas City Chiefs fans have been to me. You guys know I've got season tickets for the Tennessee Titans. I've been going to their games for 20 years since they moved to Nashville. Uh, a lot of people know that. And we've got a big audience in the state of Missouri in general, Kansas City, St. Louis. Uh, appreciate all you guys who listen there. And a lot of people are Chiefs fans. I could, Jason Martin, I cannot believe. I could read through my emails to you right now. People have offered me homes to stay in for me and my family. Tickets. I mean, like tons of people out there have said, hey, if you want to come watch the AFC Championship game, uh, I know you're going to be rooting for the Titans, but you're welcome. Like, I'd love to have you in Arrowhead. It's a great environment. I am blown away by how many people have reached out from Kansas City who are fans of OutKick, fans of the show, and have offered to host me, not just me, me and my family, my boys, everything else. We're not going to go on the road here. If the Titans are fortunate enough to win then I will bring my entire family to the Super Bowl. We'll be doing the show from down in Loomis Park in Miami uh, in South Beach, radio and TV all week. It'll be awesome. But i got to give props to Chiefs fans. I've never had a fan base that is this like just generous and giving and welcoming uh, to somebody who's rooting for obviously the opposite side uh, in terms of uh, this AFC championship game. Now, if you would be kind enough, I'd like for you guys also to extend that even further and go ahead and lose this game <laughs> because, as we've said, I don't think my Titans are going to be regularly in the AFC Championship game or contending for Super Bowls in the near future, whereas I think you guys are going to have an embarrassment of riches and win multiple Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes. So if you could allow us in the meantime 
the opportunity to go ahead and advance to the Super Bowl, that would be very helpful uh, for me and my family. We would vastly appreciate that. But I got to give a uh, shout out in all seriousness uh, to Chiefs fans for, you know, sometimes we talk about what the culture of a fan base can be or what the vibe of a fan base can be. I don't know that I've ever seen a more welcoming and uh, and friendly and uh, wholesome fan base than the Chiefs in the way that they have responded. And that's really the way it should be, right? I mean, I don't like the idea of, oh, somebody's going to come visit our stadium. I like the college football vibe where you want people to come to your stadium and to your campus and like it. And that's kind of the vibe, I think, that exists by and large in college football for people who go on the road and travel. You want people to come to your city. You want them to come to your stadium. You don't want them to be uncomfortable. You don't want for people to be like, oh, I don't know if I can take my wife or my kids there because I'm so concerned about what the environment's going to be. You want, I think, for people to come to your city and to your stadium and to leave and to like it and to have a good environment there. And it appears to me that is the vibe that Kansas City has embraced and so props to them. Uh, I'll give you my picks uh, really quick, and then I want to get yours, J. Mar. But sure. have you gotten that vibe from uh, from Kansas City, too? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes it really easy. I mean, I think they're a fairly likable team anyway. Like, yeah. we talked about that earlier, but I, I have gotten that feeling. Um, they have been cordial. They've talked about, man, the Titans are going to give us a, a run for our money. Like, they're being very very matter of fact about their own problems that they've had in the playoffs and how they know how good Tennessee's playing and I think it makes it easier at least for me and I know maybe we shouldn't do this in the media but I'm rooting for whoever wins in the AFC like no question about that because I I do think that the Chiefs fans have been a lot more cordial towards Tennessee than either we saw in Boston or in Baltimore yeah and I will say by the way Green Bay I've heard tremendous things about uh in terms of how welcoming the fan base is in Lambeau I've never been to a game at Lambeau so I can't uh, I can't speak to that directly uh and San Francisco I mean I've I've been to the 49ers new stadium I was out there last year for the Clemson Alabama game blown away by their organization a lot of those guys uh listen to the show in the morning as they start off early in the morning out there Uh, also impressed with those guys so I said earlier I don't think we really have a villain in these final four teams that are remaining uh, out there like we would have maybe in the past. Uh, all right, I believe Titans 7.5, you can buy it up a half point. I think there's good value there. I think it's going to be tight into the fourth quarter. I also potentially like the over here uh, because I think the Chiefs are going to allow the Titans to make plays. I don't think the Titans' defense, as good as it's been playing, can shut down the Chiefs. So I think the over and the Titans plus 7.5 in the AFC. In the NFC, uh, I like the 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to shut down uh, the Packers. I don't think the Packers are as good, anywhere near as good as the 49ers. And so uh, I like the 49ers minus the seven. Do you like anything in particular from a uh, picking team perspective here? I believe, uh, J. Mart, it'll be the Chiefs. Uh, I think they'll win a close game by three or four over the Titans. I think it'll be Chiefs, 49ers, in Miami for the Super Bowl. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I think the 49ers defense is going to do enough to cause problems for the Packers. I think they'll, I mean, look, they stopped Alvin Cook, 9 for 18. Aaron Jones has been great. If they keep him in check, can Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams do enough? I just don't think so. I don't know what Garoppolo is going to do, but I think they can run it against the Packers, and I think they can play defense. Then on the flip side, wouldn't be surprised because of the way the Titans play if they can keep this thing interesting but I think the Chiefs are the best team remaining I've picked them to win the Super Bowl in the preseason I stick with it I think Mahomes is just going to have too much 
and it's a challenge the Titans have not seen. They haven't seen weapons. They haven't seen depth on the offensive side like they're going to see against Kansas City, at least not in the playoffs. So I'll take the exact same game you do. So Chiefs 49ers, that makes it unanimous here. You know what that means. That's always dangerous when everybody agrees. We'll see what happens. Can't wait to hang out with you guys on Monday. Thanks for following the show from New Orleans to Nashville to L.A. this week. It's been a fun one. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.